Hello, my name is Alan Niemer from the Seed of Abraham Messianic Congregation. Welcome to our podcast. I want to take the opportunity to clarify a minor point in this particular sermon by Pastor Igor Bagarov. There is a point where he talks about being on the West Coast a few times. Because of his accent, it seems as if he is talking about a place called Poland. He is actually talking about Portland in Oregon. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. First of all, I want to thank our Lord Yeshua for another opportunity I have to be with you and worship God of Israel together, especially on this holiday season. After little break, I call the short break, I had maybe two and a half years since I preached the last time. Again, it's a great blessing for me, and I want to thank you for inviting me today. And I see that it's already uh, already noon, but anyway, um, I'm not going to uh, preach uh, very long. I'll take just a little time and maybe better just to share with you about some testimonies that we could be encouraged, especially on this end times relief. As we see how God's prophecies fulfill every day, we know that Yeshua, we know that Yeshua is coming back. And he will restore his kingdom on the earth. And his kingdom on the, uh, kingdom on the earth will be the same as in the heaven. And the good news is also that Israel will know Yeshua as the Lord and the Savior. Even prior going to be a lot, lot of God's judgments. This is end times. And we read the Bible. And we see what's going on in the world, but we are not afraid. We are not scared. Because we know that God rules. And God is the king of kings. And God controls everything. But we need to be faithful. And I value every day that we could learn from the Word of God, especially today on the seventh day when God brought us here. And we, when we open the Bibles, a great privilege we have to continue to learn from Yeshua, that we could change our life according to gospel, according to the Word of God. And I want to thank you so much for so many years. You pray, you support, for all the partnership. We are with you. And in the next maybe one hour, we're going to start God willing an outreach in uh, Minneapolis. They're going to have a couple hockey games. So God willing, we're going to be there to share gospel. Just to remind people about issue that issue is the way and only the way to salvation. Who died for our sins according to scripture and who rose from the dead. And he was coming back, and I believe very soon, to pray for people, to have a compassion for them, and cry for their souls. Because we have only one name under heaven through whom we could be saved. And the name is Jesus. Jews or no Jews, no Jesus, no hope. Bible very clearly states that he is the way and that he is the Lord. But praise God for hope we have that we could share with others 
And as I mentioned, you have compassion for them, that we could find time for people. And don't be ashamed, or don't be scared, but any opportunities we have to let people know and pray for them. I understand that gifts of Holy Spirit are different. Not everyone could fly Africa. Not everyone could drive Mexico. Not everyone could go streets. But as a born-again believers, as a born-again Christians, I believe we remember a day when our life changed. That God's desires could become, and I believe became our desires. That God's wishes, our wishes, that God's sorrow is our sorrow. That we could be, even in little thing, to be faithful. Even when we buy a cup of coffee. Do you like a Starbucks coffee shop? To buy coffee from them? Honestly, I don't. But I go there specially. <laughs> and our Russian, Russian, Russian-speaking people, Slavic people telling me, so what? Why am I buying a, a coffee from the LGBT business? Because they are LGBT and owners are, are LGBT. You know, I always answer like this, you know, but I don't have any other opportunity, opportunity to catch them, you know. So I especially go there to catch them there. <laughs> to let them know that Jesus loves them as well. Especially that we all born in sin. We all are guilty. All. But by mercy of God, by the victory of the cross, we have a hope today. And Jesus also, he went to places, he spoke with people who need to be helped. And he always helped. He always gives the hope and commands people to repent and believe in the gospel. People love to hear when we say, Jesus loves you. Sure, Jesus loves us, but Jesus also commands us to repent, right? And people don't like to hear about And we know that we cannot save people. I cannot. Only God saves. Repentance is a mercy by God. But we could share. We could find time for people. We could have a compassion, compassion, do good work in the name of Jesus, right? Especially on this time, by knowing that even one soul is important for the Lord. I want to encourage you to pray more for America. We are almost 23 years in the ministry, from city to city, from state to state, and in the Minneapolis we preach, I don't know how many years, maybe 12, maybe more. Situation, spiritual condition is very horrible in America. People turn themselves away from, from God. And we see this. Yes, city by city, they're different. Minneapolis is not easy city, easy city. But comparing to Portland or San Francisco, praise God for Minneapolis. For example, Portland, it's a witchcraft capital. We, we met a lot of witchcraft people, a lot. In downtown uh, Portland, it's no police, almost no police. Yes, we, tr- we trust in the Lord, not in the police, but the, the uh, foundation, this police is also God's foundation, I call this, that 
that in the city uh, foundation, you know, but we trust in the Lord. But could you imagine it's not police there in a uh, city downtown of Portland occupied by transgenders, uh, homosexuals, Antifa, witchcraft people. It's, it's, it's a horror of America number one. I call the Portland even worse than San Francisco today. But just recently, we had a conflict with one transgender there. We preached in Portland, Pioneer Square. Maybe you heard this main area in Portland downtown. And uh, they provoke us. But always when I respond, if people have a questions, you know, I always start with a dear soul or dear man. And by answering this transgender man, I said transgender man, I say dear man. But he accepted this as a man, you know. And it was enough, enough to use to start to scream and call all the people and, and telling on me that I call him man and he's a transgender. He maybe called maybe 40 even more people. And they were so aggressive, screaming at me and all the stuff. I said, no police. But again, I just was praying. And I believe in the power of the blood of Jesus. We always call many people, they pray for us. But first time in 23 years, I saw physically how blood of Jesus works. So what happened? They were aggressive, but didn't do anything like uh, practically, you know, just by words first, maybe five, ten minutes until one man appeared. He was possessed and maybe under heavy drugs. But he tried to hit me with the legs and uh, hands maybe more than 15 times. He attacked me, but what happened? When I called the blood of Jesus, you know, he couldn't come close, too close to me. He ran to hit me with a leg and a arm, but when we call blood of Jesus, he heard and returned back. After a short time, Elvis tried to run and hit me, heard the blood of Jesus like got a electro electricity, you know, bombing back. You know, it, it's it's I just it's my testimony. God protected me. It doesn't mean that nothing going to happen later today. I don't know. But if God going to allow it, it's going to happen. But if not, nothing going to happen with me. Nothing going to happen with us. A lot of people are afraid and understand many things going. But let's trust the Lord more. Let's be faithful. And Bible says when we are faithful, whatever going to happen with us, for goodness. For goodness. Another testimony, Seattle Airport, we preach a lot on tea, Seattle, and I love to preach in the airports, and you will see Jewish everywhere, Jewish people everywhere, right? Especially when they are uh, uh, wearing with um, uh, religious clothing, right? Uh, our people, Jewish people, we love travel too, you know? And um, I saw one man, he was wearing a rabbi, so... And uh, I had a flight back from Seattle, night flight to Cleveland through... Uh, through New York. So I came to this man and I say, I see that, I say, you are Jewish, like a rabbi. I say, rabbi. And he very, very uh, uh, was pleased that I call him rabbi. And he really was a rabbi. And he asked me what. And I say that I have a question uh, about a Messiah because I see that he's a religious man. And I ask him, what does he think about who is a Messiah? You know, how did he respond? 
He was Orthodox rabbi, and he responded correctly according to the Bible. He said, the Messiah is the son of David. Yes, yes, true. And I say, yeah, I understand, but what you think I say, who could be a son of David? Now, he's responded that we are waiting a Messiah, like standard answer. And I told him, I'm awaiting a Messiah too. But I know he, that he has already came, died, rose, and coming back. That's why I'm waiting for him. Wow, when he heard it, I say his name is Yeshua. When he heard, he became so angry. And they already called us for boarding. It's a Delta airline. A lot of people, maybe almost 100 people around. He started to scream at me that I'm not, that I did not, uh, I uh, didn't respect him because I, in front of him, called the name of Yeshua. And he said he's a very, very known rabbi in the world. Could you imagine? He didn't say his name, but he said that he's a very known rabbi in Orthodox community in the world. Not just America, Israel, in the world of the Jewish Orthodox community. But I told him, you know, Rabbi, I just want to tell you because I love you. I want to tell you that who is a Messiah. Now what happened, one man who heard it, our conversation turned to me, started to scream at me, telling me what I want from Rabbi. I said, I don't want anything from you. I don't write, I just came and asked. He responded, I told him, I said, see it. But Rabbi saw that somebody started to find him, put his head down, and started to cry. You know, that I told him, and he didn't want it just to hear that issue is a Messiah. And he said, you're not respecting me, <laughs> that he's a rabbi. And I told him that Yeshua is a Messiah. But he didn't, he didn't finish like that. They, they went to the Delta worker and told that I, I'm disturbing people there, that they would not allow me to take a flight. So Delta worker came to me and told me that a problem. I'm disturbing people and uh, people complain. And I said, I do not, I didn't disturb anybody. I just, again, I'm not right. You can't, uh, to ask. And uh, uh, he say, I say, no, finish it. And uh, Delta worker asking me, but what did I tell the rabbi? Now I saw so many people around. So I need a little bit loud to say what I say to uh, rabbi, right? And I tell him, the worker, I say to him, and very loud that everyone could hear it. That Yeshua is the Lord. And only the way <laughs> to be saved. So they allowed me to take a flight. So now through New York. And I need to change my gates. And I start to walk toward my gates. See two Orthodox Jews with a uh, Talit, everything. We're praying. Next group, maybe five more. Look, the sign there, Tel Aviv. So I was walking through gates. Flight where was a flight to Tel Aviv, so I couldn't go through, right? Just I, I couldn't go just a passage. I need to stop because I want to witness. So I came to one group of the Jewish people. They 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 sent me far. Uh, another group of Jewish people even f farther. You know they send me farther. Very, very bad words. But anyway, uh, I saw one one family and they were look like Russian speaking, only with the kippahs. Uh, and yes, I came and they spoke Russian from New Jersey. Uh, they were flying to Israel. 
uh, everything was right, everything was calm, everything was so good until they learned that I believe in Yeshua. <laughs> the oldest woman woke up and I mean, like, uh, stood up and s say that they don't need a Yeshua. She said, "You see, people across from us, go and tell them about Yeshua. They are goyims. They need Yeshua, but we are Jewish. We don't need Yeshua. I say we are first. Need Yeshua." Jewish people, we are first. We need Yeshua. Now, she was continuing and said to me, okay, I'm leaving this place. I don't want to even fly to Israel. I said, you know what? You don't need to live everywhere. anywhere. I will leave. I'm going to leave now. And I left. This is a tragedy of our people. But soon, very soon, God will heal us. Even through a great judgment to our people of Israel. And not only to our people of Israel. We, we see that tribulation is coming. But even before tribulation. We see what's going to happen. And even in America. I'm not prophet. I'll say a second time. I'm not prophet. But I see persecution. I see persecution coming into America. Against the believers. Against the Christians. I see it. But it's our part in the Lord, brothers and sisters. And Bible says, if we are faithful, we'll be persecuted. We will, it's it's our part living in Yeshua and our Lord. We will be persecuted. Because the way or path of the Messiah, it's a tiny path. And our blessings to suffer for the Messiah, if needed. And we have to have in our hearts even desire to die for Yeshua, if needed. By remembering that the earth here, it's not our final home, right? Our final home where? In heaven. So may this hope will encourage us. To remember that Yeshua is the resurrection and he is alive. So even when we dying, we'll be in heaven because Yeshua. So may Lord encourage us and make us even more stronger on this time which coming into this all earth and also into our beautiful America. So my Lord bless you. And just one verse. I want to just, my Bible is open. I want to read just one verse from Philippians chapter 1 verse 29 says, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. That we could fight in this spiritual war. But our weapon not rockets. Our weapon, it's not gun machines. Our weapon, word of God. Word of God. And thank you so much. Thank you for prayers. Please, since God found us and made us a part of his kingdom, when he cleansed and washed us by the blood he shed on the cross, he engaged us with the spiritual war. He engaged us. And we need to fight. Yes, we all have a different gifts of Holy Spirit. But we need to practice them. 
Because through this name of the Lord glorifies. Sure, when we want to live as a holy, it's not easy, but we need to try. Sure, the evil one going to attack us and attack our families. But we have a promises of God. Promises of God. If you remember, Gospel of John, chapter 16, speaks about, I'm going to read chapter 16, <clears throat> 33, verse 33 says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace in the world. Listen, in the world you shall have a tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We have this victory. But a problem that we trust more for ourselves than in God. If we would to fight, if we would not take compromises, we would to win. It doesn't mean that they cannot kill us. They could, but we, we anyway, we win in the Lord. But many times we take compromises. I'm not teaching to look for problems. But I'm saying where when we are as a witnesses of sin and we close our mouth, it's a compromise. God wants that we be faithful and say. If God says that sin is a sin, it's a sin, it's a sin. If God says homosexual sin is abomination it's abomination and sin to that again we love people we met a lot of homosexual people and i i love them as a people i have friends who are homosexuals and i pray for them i live in sin different sins but i live in sin myself but god forgive me and until somebody is alive person is alive he or she they they have a hope God never going to forsake anybody who wants to come to him. That's why I tell you the truth. But I need to tell the truth. If God says that sexual relationship before marriage is a sin to that, it's a, it's a sin to that. Any sin. It's not just homosexual or any sin. We all born in sin. It's in our DNA. And only Christ, by the blood, washes and cleanses and changes our DNA. When he gives us a gift of Holy Spirit, Spirit, and I know it dies, I know, I know it's us, and we born again. We born again. Because right it's a right, and wrong is is a wrong. But what do you think? What does it mean to live in the Messiah? When we have in our churches a special service, it's good. Like celebration, seminars, somebody's celebrity comes to preach. Praise God. It's good. But it doesn't mean that this is a life in Christ, in Jesus, in Yeshua. But the life in Messiah I already mentioned is when we have a desire in our hearts here and inside of our brain to die, to die for Yeshua. When we could reject ourselves our eye we call this denying ourselves by taking the cross 
and follow the Lord on this tiny path, tiny way of sufferings and persecution. This is a life in the Messiah. And we need to be prepared. We need to run for life. God gave it to us and uh, filled our vessels with the oil. We need oil. Because it could be not enough. And the time which is coming. Strange time. Very strange and dark time. But the issue is our light. That's why we're not going to afraid. You know what's going on the west coast? From uh, Seattle to uh, San Francisco. I'm just going to give you an example from our Slavic churches. Thousands. They're moving. And it's not, I don't think it's only Slavic people. I know that a lot of Americans and even unbelievers, because they see what's, what's going on there. But our people, they're moving. Where? Number one, where? Florida. Yeah. It's the most popular state today. Yeah. Our people, thousands, move. they already moved there. They moved to South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee. People run, and I do not judge them. A lot of families, children, they're afraid of condition. I mean, like a very ungodly condition on uh, the states, like a West Coast states. But what do you think? What do you think? What's going to happen in Florida or in South Carolina? Yeah, sure, it's okay right now. But this all, I think, it's my personal view that all ungodly stuff, they're going to enter us California, uh, Florida, they're going from California. They're going, it's going to enter South Carolina, North Carolina. It's a matter of time. So what after that we're going to do? Run, where? Where? Are we going to have a places? I would say, if everyone going to leave Minneapolis, for example, <laughs> who are going to fight for issue here? Who are going to fight some families should to move, but many families should to stay. But the problem, we, we are not praying. We want to do what we think is right. We do not ask God. We do not ask God to teach us how to pray. What are our priorities? What do we need? Just to be thankful. Especially that most treasure Father had and has it, he gave to us. We have Yeshua. And we forgot about our brothers and sisters. Even today, in many countries, they suffer, they kill just because they believe in Yeshua. Praise God that in America today we don't have a persecution. But it's coming. What about the first believers, Messianic Jews in, in, in Jerusalem? You remember? The first Church was established not in Moscow, not in America. It was established in, in Judea. It was the Jewish Messianic congregation there, the first one. Origin is there. But they were persecuted by their own brothers. And many of them were killed. 
for Yeshua. You remember a church in Rome. The, the disciples of Paul, they established their church there. There were Jewish people too. And half of the church were, was from Jewish people. And half from Gentiles. But what happened there, you know? You remember what happened there? Persecution. Maybe you heard this old historical statement. All roads, they go to where? To Rome. Rome, like uh, New York today, everyone wa wants to go there to see theaters, to see like opera, to see circus, you know. But Rome wasn't only a city of homosexuals there. Normal families lived there too, Gentile families. But they accepted the Lord. They, they, they repented and they started to be persecuted. They were hiding under, or, you know, we call catacombs. They were found, crucified. Some were found, but church was growing. But some were found, cut, through to amphitheaters, you know. And animals, they saw like uh, doors of cages opening. And uh, tigers, lions, they went out and killed and ate and children and parents. But they were ready to die for Jesus. They knew where they're going to go. Where they're going to be. Do we know? We know. That's why. Let's don't be afraid. Let's don't be afraid. But let's continue to proclaim. Glory of Yeshua. Our Messiah Lord. May the Lord bless you.